guys this weekend, like, be sure not to slap my, like, left face if you're going to, like, greet me or something, you know? I'm going to punch <laughs> you in the face. All right, everyone, welcome to the Neymar Podcast podcast, sponsored by JokerMag.com. All right, so we're going to start it off with Carson Wentz against the Minnesota Vikings. Salary is $5,800. I think Carson Wentz is a good play this week. He uh, had a good game against the Titans last week through for – through 50 passes, completing 33, 348 yards, two touchdowns in the second game back. I think this week against that Minnesota Vikings defense that we saw last week got shredded. This is going to be a big game for once, especially if he can, if Jeffrey can get going. Yeah, Wentz should definitely have a good day this week. Um, Jeffrey's back. Um, that is his go-to right now. Uh, I think – Along with Wentz, I think Nelson Aguilar is going to be a threat as well, and I think he's going to help him out out of the slot this week. I don't know what you think about that, Dom. I think that's good play too. Uh, I, I don't know, Dom. I mean, the bird, the Birds' offense has not exactly been lighting it on fire, but Wentz Carson did look pretty good last week, don't you? Yeah, yeah. But they're going up against a Vikings defense that. But the Vi- the Vikings D is definitely softer it's than it has been. In it is years. so bad. It is not – it's not – yeah, I mean, Everson Griffin going on a bender. Like, I don't know what's up with that. They have – their pass rush is definitely weakened. Their secondary, like, I mean, we really exposed them in the NFC Championship game last year, and it seems like they've picked up right where they left off in that game. Yeah, um, yes. But I don't know. I mean, Alshon, Alshon and Ertz looked like big-time targets last week. They just can't – I don't know, the Eagles offense right now, they can't seem to put it together in the red zone the way they were doing it last year. It's early, so, like, there's still time for them to figure it out, like – it's definitely not like panic time, like most people are doing around here already. But they they got it. This is almost this is like as close to a must win early season game as you can have. Yeah, I mean, I think Wentz is for gonna, both teams. For both I think, teams, I think Wentz is going to light it up, and I'm rooting for an Eagles win too. Obviously, so yeah, good man, good man. All right, so let's move on to Aaron Jones Detroit, against the Detroit Lions. Aaron Jones salary is four thousand three hundred dollars. Aaron Jones is, you know, probably the best running back on the Packers. I would say. Uh, you think he's better than Williams? Uh, yeah, really? I, I think he's a lot better. I think he's a much better back in every, uh, you know, category. I guess as a running back, uh, he's definitely quicker. He's a better like he's more like the receiving type, like the Deion Lewis type, right? He's quicker. He can run. He can, yeah. Uh, do anything that the Packers ask him. Williams is a little bit more of the power guy. Can actually like, it'll be it's almost st- like their version of like Tariq Cohen and uh, Jordan Howard. Williams. Yeah, but Jones is going to get – once Jones gets going again, remember he was suspended. So, once he gets going again, he's going to be the guy. And, but, uh, you know. Yeah, the Lions, I can't get a read on the Lions, man. They're defense – they're just up and down every week. Like, I don't think they're that good, but like – I could see them playing like decent against the Packers at home, like division game. Like Patricia, like is like definitely not good, but he might not be like a complete abomination. Um, uh, Ezekiel Elliott shred that defense last week. He did. That was the pick last weekend. That's but, true. Their offense didn't look. Their offense plays better at home. I think. I think that's 
But in terms of points, I think Rodgers will probably put up points. You're right. Yeah. Jones might get some carries in, in the red zone, too. I mean, he had, he he had 65 Detroit, on 11 carries last week. That Detroit D can definitely be a little leaky. It's not awful, but it's not, like, definitely suspect. I feel like the Packers have had some big games in that uh, in that state before. Let me chime in, guys. Let me chime in. Yeah. <laughs> Let me get a word in here, fellas. Yeah, geez. Yeah. Uh, I, I think Aaron Jones is a good play, especially with his price. What's his tag? Like 4,300 or something, right? Yeah. That's unbelievable. I think that's an absolute steal this week. I think he's a steal of the week, just like Burton was a steal last week. Oh. 5 and 0 oh last week. Yeah. Five Trey oh. Burton. Oh. Trey Burton is good for a touchdown every week these days. Yeah, well, I think I think Aaron Jones is good for seventy yards and a tutter. Yeah, I, yeah, I think he finds the end zone this week against an abysmal Lions defense. Oh, it's so bad. Definitely a suspect, especially defense. for running backs. Yeah, they've they've given up some big yards in the ground. I mean, yeah, they're uh, it's like run through the Red Sea, running backs. Okay, so this next guy. I remember last season he predicted himself to have like 250 receiving yards in one game. It was something ridiculous, and I think he put up like 70. But um, D.D. Westbrook against the Kansas City Chiefs. Pugin. I like D.D. Westbrook. So this this play, I feel like at the value is a very low cost, high reward guy, especially against a Chiefs defense that's a little banged up and isn't, I would say, that good to begin with. You know, he had a big game last week against, uh, you know, the Jets' defense is decent, good. Marcus May coming back. Uh, but I look for D.D. Westbrook to have a decent game. I would say there's probably – oh, my God, what a play by Echi. <laughs> Echi Chariva, oh, my God. Sorry about that. Oh, man, what happened? Live yeah, looking, you know. I lost, I lost the game. Anyways, getting back to it. <laughs> Definitely D.D. Westbrook this week. As definitely, I would say a flex spot, if anything. Very low cost, $4,700. Yeah, so $4,700, and right now he's the 34th ranked wide receiver in fantasy football, and he's only at $4,700. I think that's a really good play, really good bang for your buck. Um, I mean, last week he put up 130 yards on nine catches. Uh, I think he has a similar amount of targets this week. That Chiefs defense has been pretty awful, too, through four weeks. They've given up a lot of yards. I think Westbrook and Keelan Cole are both good for – what's Keelan Cole's number? I think 49. 49, yeah, so probably Westbrook is the move there. Westbrook's had some better games than Cole, too, I think, in the last couple weeks. Um, I think those, those Jags receivers I think, kind of underrated. I think they're pretty good. Well, he's going to look – Westbrook's going to look to become the primary guy this week. I think yeah, he has a big sure. game. He's definitely going to be the number one for sure. rest of the season. He's kind of more like Marquis Lee type than Cole is, I think. Because Lee, they could have had too, but he got hurt. Yeah. The season. Um, but now they'll put up. That'll. That's a fun game. That could be a. Uh, I mean, Bortles. You never know with him. He's up and down every week, but it could be a hot Bortles day, especially against the bad Chiefs defense. And that's actually. That's and that, I mean the Chiefs are scoring on everyone. And that's a good. That's an exciting matchup against the Jags D. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that might be that. It's probably the marquee game of the week, I would I would say. Yeah, I'd have to agree. Definitely going to be uh, a really good game for sure. Sure. So let's move on to the 
most elusive tight end in football. He just cannot be tackled. Zach Ertz. So he is. That was a joke. <laughs> he is. Worst yak I've ever seen on a tight end, man. So Ertz is the money. Ertz is the highest uh, salary running or tight end. Sorry, um, but the tight end position is just not, you know, doing great so far through the season. You know, one guy will go off, but the next week he'll have nothing. You know, all that with Jimmy Graham, you know. Couple weeks decent, and then this week he went off, and then you know we'll see what he does this next week. But you know that's why I picked Ertz. Or damn it, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Ertz. Yeah, you picked Ertz, right? Yes, Ertz. <laughs> Tino, any? Uh, yeah, any I mean, way in uh, I love Zach Ertz. Ertz is uh, definitely one of my favorite players in the league. I'm not gonna lie, right now. Uh, even though he's on the Eagles. Uh, That's a nice thing to hear you say, Tino. Yeah, fourth, fourth, fourth ranked tight end right now through uh, four weeks. Uh, yeah, he's averaging 12.3 fantasy points a game. So, uh, I mean, the floor is really high. I think his floor is 10 points, I would say, this week. So, um, if he can get close to 100 yards and a touchdown, that's uh, that's looking good. That's a bad Cashing out. Right there. Cashing out. Yeah, so I think you're cashing out. I think Minnesota is a little suspect at tight ends. You weren't able to see that last week because um, the Rams' tight ends receiving isn't that good. Plus, they also have Cup. They just have Curly. Yeah, they have, they have too many receiver. other options to worry about the tight end. They don't even need one. So, you know, I, I think Ertz this week is uh, is definitely a weapon for the Eagles, and I think he's going to be a weapon for fantasy. Ertz had a monster day in the NFC Championship game against them last year, too. That's proof that the Vikings do not cover the tight ends well. I think Ertz, Dustin, Sendejo, and Harrison Smith left and right. I think Harrison Smith's a good player, but I think there's a slight chance he's not really going to reach. Ertz is he's gonna be the pick this week. A little, you know, to get on the expensive value, but definitely get him. The Eagles have figured out how to dominate the middle of the field with the tight ends. Goddard, I think, is going to start to have some big games, too. Um, but it's definitely going to be a good play this week. Cool. So let's move along to our final pick of the week, Sterling Shepard against the Carolina Panthers. So Shepard at 5,600, um, you know, he's taking advantage of Evan Ingram being hurt last week. 10 targets, 10 catches, 77 yards, a touchdown. Look for that to go up even more, especially with a struggling uh, New York Giants offense. I mean, this team just looks abysmal also. So we'll see what happens, but I think Shepard is a great play this week. Yeah, I, th- I think Shepard's a good play for sure. Um at the wide receiver position, he's uh, his last two weeks he's put up 17 fantasy points and then um, 20.7. Uh, so he's averaging 12.2 on the year. So he busted up his average from the first two weeks where he uh, had some duds. Um, 30th ranked wide receiver in football. Uh, he's at a good price this week, and uh, I mean if he does anything like he did last week, he you're, you know you're getting your money's worth. So. Um, look for him to have another good week. I think he's going to keep uh, this going, and uh, I don't really see it slowing down. 
I don't trust the the New York Giants offense uh, all that much, but Shepard, I guess he has been he's been a steady target this year. Um, Eli, I just I don't know, man. Eli looks like he's shot to me. Well, just, that whole team, that like, whole team is shot. But yeah, that's what's I mean, great about daily fantasy is you don't have to worry about it. Don't have to worry about it. Yeah, you're right. I mean, Shepard will have they'll probably he's good for what seven catches a week. It seems like. Yeah, I'd say I'd say about that. Probably even more oh, if Odell I, is kind of bottled up. True. Is Odell hurt? No, he's just not living up to the contract so yeah. far. Yeah, he's not making any big plays. I mean, he's catching some underneath routes, but they're getting nothing down the field. Oh, it's it's bad. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. I don't really see Shepard slowing down in the near future either. I think Tino's right. Yeah, I, I just think he's at a good price this week. Um, you know, if you want to stay conservative at the wide receiver position with your uh, with your money, he's definitely a good play. I, w- I would say I would place him in between, like, I think Edelman is a good play, too. Like, comparative speaking, like, in the slot, you want someone to touch the ball seven Agreed. times. I think, I think they're comparable this week. The only thing with Edelman is that he's a Thursday night game this week, and Shepard will be a Sunday game, so – yeah, yeah. True. You'd have to think Edelman's pretty well rested, though, wouldn't you? Oh, absolutely. I think, <laughs> no, you can't. You know, Brady can't wait to get him back. Oh, especially, uh, dying especially reliable. And Chris Hogan stinks this year. He's just not. Oh, Hogan's catches. not getting anything done oh, for them. Yeah, they miss oh. Amendola too. Um, they miss Deion Lewis. The Pat's offense is not the same right now, for sure. But getting Edelman back will definitely. They'll still. You know, another level and they'll score a lot of points against some bad teams. I mean, the Pats are just good for, they're still going to crank out the ASC East. Yeah. I wouldn't worry about the, the early season struggles with them are always, always just way overblown. Yeah, and last week we talked about how they're pretty, they were in a vulnerable position coming off that loss to the Lions and then come out and dominate Miami. Just unbelievable. Yeah. Just typical New England. Oh, yeah. Still be a number one seed in the AFC. Still going to crank out 12 wins. I was looking at their schedule the other day. Yeah, it's just – it's the AFC easy. It's probably 6-0 every year, at least 5-1, and one, right? And the rest of their schedule, they actually do have a little bit of a tougher schedule this year. Big Sunday night showdown with the Packers. They play the Chiefs, too, I think, in a Sunday night or in a couple weeks, which is a big showdown for Mahomes. Mahomes could – the Chiefs could put up a lot of points against their defense. That'll be a good matchup down the line. All right, so final thoughts. Anything you guys want to discuss? Is this prediction time? Is this what we're doing? Sure. I think we got predictions. Predictions. What do you got for the Eagles this week, Morris? Uh, I'm a little nervous about this game. I've been kind of nervous. I sort of had this game penciled as an L before the season, if I'm going to be honest. And I, I had, the problem is I had that Titans game last week penciled as a win. So I thought we'd be 3-1 and one going into this game. And, I mean, obviously that was a heartbreaking, like the, the worst loss of the weekend for any team in terms of heartbreak last weekend. O'Shea, would you agree? That yeah, was like definitely. Eagles lost in a couple years. You just knew it was going to happen, though. Just I, you, did, you could see they just didn't want to win the game. Like, it just when you give up a 4th and 15, like – Oh, like signs are just pointing bad, man. It's not gonna happen. Ugh. Could be a good bounce back, though. Too, but I think, 
I do think the offense is going to play well at home this week. I think that they, they've been better than the points they've scored in the last two weeks with Carson back. I think this is the week they start to put up the points against the suspect Vikings defense. I do think Kirk, because Kirk always plays well in the link. You probably know that, right? Yeah. He's going he's gonna to have a game. Those receivers are tough. I mean, our secondary is brutal right now. One of the worst in the league. Jalen Mills, obviously, is highly documented. He's the, he's the toast of the town right now, I would say. Right, O'Shea? Yeah. He's probably – there goes through stretches. Who's, like, the most hated – I saw some tweets athlete. about Foreman Mills are greater than Jalen Mills. Yeah. <laughs> Robert, Co- Robert Covington and Jalen Mills. That's good. Robert Covington and Jalen Mills are the two most hated on Philadelphia athletes when they're struggling. Yeah. Rightfully so. But I think Mills is probably better than Covington. Um. But I don't know. I mean, I think the Vikes will score a lot of points this week. I'm thinking a 31-26 Eagles victory. I don't know anything about the score, but I know it's going to come down to the final drive, and it's going to be Kirk Cousins oh, oh, choking as usual. I mean, like his old, his old ways, he's going to have a stupid fumble or a bad interception, and we'll probably yeah. come away with the win. It's going to be a grind fest, that's for sure. Definitely. Let's hear a little Gruden impression here, Morris. Oh, Johnny G. <laughs> <laughs> the Eagles are going to run this double tight end set. Watch this, man. They, they stack the tight end. They do the high-low. They get Goddard running down the seam. Ertz on the curl underneath. It's just so much open field. I love watching pro football, man. Watching these, these, there's a new star every year. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go back and build up the Oakland Raiders. Man. <laughs> oh God! Dude, the Raiders are getting a little bit better. Gruden's not completely embarrassing himself. Yeah, they there. beat the Browns. That's pretty cool. They, their offense is better than like the, than, than you would think. They've actually moved the ball. I feel like in a lot of their games, they've just kind of found a way to fuck it up. And their defense is pretty yeah. god awful. Defense sucks. It's amazing they literally got rid of the one good player on their defense, and he just so happens to be like a top three defensive player in football right now, right? Maybe the best. He's probably the early candidate for defensive player of the year, right, Khalil? Absolutely. I think he's the best player in football. I think he might be, yeah. He's kind of going going that J.J. Watt route where, like, Watt was, like, an MVP candidate for a couple years. Like, Mac is borderline MVP candidate right now. But with all four four fumbles already in four weeks. He's insane. Bears are I like I Bears have a good squad. I just don't really believe in Mitch. Dom, I'm sure you feel the same way. Like that's why I would have some confidence. Yeah, you know, the Bears are that team that you know, they beat up on the Bucks last week, but I just still Bucks, I don't trust Mitch and I don't think he can get it done and win the division. How about last week when you said you didn't trust their defense? That was a crazy statement. Well, you know, <laughs> yeah, that was a crazy statement. <laughs> Things happen, you know. We're not, we're not always right in this world, you know. We're not perfect. So. <laughs> I was, I was wrong about Jordan Howard. You were wrong about their defense. Oh, I wish you weren't wrong about Jordan Howard either. Two point five fantasy points last yeah, week. What a stinker! I mean, they just, yeah, they, they just let it air. They just aired it out. The Bucks pass defense. Mitch. The worst in the, there's a lot of bad Mitch. Football. Dude, it's Mitch. It's so hard to cover. Like, there's like – don't you feel like half the league just has awful secondaries? Oh, it's – what that's the way like, the league is going. The Eagles secondary is horrible. Like, we can't cover anybody. 
Nobody can. Uh, I mean, the Bucks are amongst the worst, though, for sure. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Who do, Dom, you still think the Packers are favorites to win the uh, NFC North? Yeah, I, I would think sure. so. I, no. I think that the Packers, I don't think it will be, but I think it comes down to like a week 17 showdown. But I could, yeah, I could see the Vikings even like making a, uh, like, even if they lose to the Eagles this weekend and they're 1 3 and 1. Uh, they could still get back into it. I think they've got some, some easier games down the line. So I think I would, I would, you can probably cross off the Lions as winning that division. It's probably between the Vikes, the Packers, and, and the Bears. I'm, tell, for sure. I'm telling you, though, that tie is going to come into play. The tie is going to come into play. Oh, the ties are awful, man. Can we get rid of ties, please? The Eagles almost tied last week. And I was about, I was thinking, like, like fuck ties, man. I would almost rather than have a tie. But, like, at the same time, I wouldn't. But, like, also, we, like, did not deserve to win that game. So I'm glad we lost in, in, in a sense. I would rather lose than tie. Oh, yeah. shit. Is this uh, kind of like... uh, yeah. I would rather lose than tie, too. Like, that's, yeah, I'm glad how it worked out. What were you O'Shea, saying? Is this, is, is this Rodney McLeod, like, injury going to screw our whole season? Like, is he that important? No, nah, Trey Sullivan. Trey Sullivan's going to come up there. He's awful, Trey Sullivan. He sucks. Come on, man. Give the kid a chance. <laughs> oh, brutal. We need to get somebody back there to cover. Corey Graham, fourth and fifth. That's actually the worst, like, one of the worst plays in Eagles history, at least in the last, like, decade. But Corey Graham, fourth and 15, botch. I'll tell you what I would Oof. do. You want to know what I would do? I'd play what? Jim Schwartz at, at safety, and I'd bring back Billy Davis to coordinate the defense. <laughs> I would. <laughs> no, I would buy that too. Billy Davis. Jesus. Ugh. We do. I'm, I'm a little worried about Schwartz's defense getting a little too vanilla, though. Don't you agree? Yeah. It's kind of – I feel like it only really – when you think about it, we played a lot of bad quarterbacks at home last year. Now, like, our granted, like, our offense was so dynamic and amongst, like, the it was one of the best in football last year. But we our defense did get the chance to tee off on a lot of bad offenses at home. And our defense, obviously, as everyone knows, plays way better at home. So our defense may, might have looked a little bit better last year than maybe it really was. I think the, the D-line was for real, but the secondary was always a little leaky. And whenever we played a good quarterback last year, we still always gave up a lot of yards. We would just outscore them, like, most of the time. But that's not like quite happening right now, you know. Like I mean, we gave up the most passing yards to any quarterback in Super Bowl history, but still won the game because the pass defense was awful and Nick Foles played the game of his life. Yep. All right, Nick. I'm just saying, I don't know if it's the bird season this year. I kind of had just in terms of our long term outlooks. We might still win the East, but terms of getting back to the Super Bowl and possibly winning the Super Bowl, I think – I don't know if it's going to happen this year. The Rams look like a dominant force. They're probably the Super Bowl favorites, would we all agree? Yeah, yeah they are. I mean, if they don't go to the Super Bowl, it's failed season. Yeah, we could be looking at Rams-Pats. We're Rams-Chiefs. Just look at their defensive line, dude. Just their defensive line. Look at that. It's monstrous. They got to get to – Seasons over because their defense isn't quite whole without him. They did give up a lot of passing yards and points to Cousins and the Vikes in that Thursday night game. Uh, that's Thursday night. I mean, I think every defense true. is a little leaky on Thursdays. That is, I think, that is I think true. Thursdays are for high powered offenses. Yeah, that is absolutely. 
Very true. The, the Rams are putting up points on everyone, though. So that's like, they're just going to. Uh, I don't see anybody. I don't know if anybody can beat them. Any predictions for the Thursday night game? All right. Colts and Pats. Isn't it in New England? Yeah. It is. I think the oh, Pats. Ten and a half point spread. Yeah, I think the Pats, Pats might. Pats cover. Pats might roll. I think Pats roll. Yeah, Pats by <laughs> at least two touchdowns. You think Andrew Luck uh, stands any chance against their defense? Uh, the Luck is pretty notoriously awful. Hasn't he had some of his worst games ever in that stadium? I think he's 0-5 against the Patriots. I, it doesn't surprise me. He might – yeah, he, ever, he probably never even beat him in Indy. Yeah, he might be winless. Yeah, no chance. That's that's an auto. That's Pats all day tomorrow. I think I think it might be close to 41-17 or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> the, Colts, the Colts have found ways. Like, they're, every game they play has been close. Like, I don't know if that's just, like, September. Like, you know, every team, like, doesn't quite know who they are yet. Like, the Eagles game was literally down to, like, the very end, too. Like, we could have easily lost that game. No, I think, um, I think the Colts are a better team than they were last year. Yeah, I don't think I, they are. No, for sure they are. Like, they kind of had some – Reich is kind of – I mean, Reich is a smart coach. Like, I think the Eagles partly miss him, actually. Right. Would you agree, OJ? I think we kind of miss our guys a little bit, DeFilippo and Reich. Yeah. Could be, a, could be a cause for why the offense isn't quite where it was at this point last year. I mean, I don't know. But I heard the offensive coordinator get a little snippy, too, in an interview today. Our current guy, Mike Grow. What did he do? Uh, he got, like, got kind of defensive, like, when asked the question uh, about, like, what it was. But Should have been Deuce's you know. job. Yeah, should have been Deuce's job. Deuce is still – I love Deuce as the running backs coach. It kind of gets me fired up and getting pumped in the sideline with, like, when him and Ajayi and Blunt would just start, like, getting super pumped last year. Yeah. <laughs> we missed LeGarrette. LeGarrette's not quite the same player as he even was last year. He's kind of almost done, I think, but he was a pretty great locker room presence. Definitely. Definitely. He was, yeah, big part of our squad. So, Dom and Tino, you guys want to chime in on your teams? So, I got two predictions this week. I got two. Got Packers in a shootout against the Lions, thirty-five, thirty-one Packers. Huh. And I got the Yankees. Got to throw it in here. Yankees in four, winning it at home. Onto the ALCS. Wow. Okay. All right. <laughs> In four, huh? In four. I think I think they are just gonna roll over Boston. I think Boston gets one win. Oh my god. Wait, but I think the Yankees just roll over them. Wow. That is a bold, bold, bold take, Dom. Hey, you know? You could, that, I would, that would be really interesting to see though. After Boston dominated the whole season. Yeah. yeah. No, I think the Yankees are just – I think they're just on another level right now. And Boston's kind of banged up. So, it's all about – yeah. You think the Yanks stand a chance? I just said I think they win in four, Morris. <laughs> oh, I went out for a second. My bad. <laughs> it keeps kicking me out, like, randomly. I just got back in. Yanks in four, Dom? Ah, I don't know, man. <laughs> Sox kind of owned you this year. Remember that four game sweep was a microcosm of the season, I thought. Yeah, and that was a long time ago. Wasn't it? Yeah. It's a long time ago. All right, all right. Let's talk about my Jets. 
Let's do it. Oh, man. So, uh, pretty rough week against the Jags last week. I was pretty off with my score. Uh, <laughs> I think, <laughs> what I say, 14 10 or something like that, Jags? Oh, damn. Yeah. Saxonville was going to Saxonville was a guaranteed L. Yeah. So, we went to Saxonville and uh, it just wasn't pretty. Um, defense did not look good. But I think at home against Denver, they turn it around. 20 to 13 victory for my New York Jets. Sam Darnold with two touchdowns. You're betting big on Sam Darnold, huh? Absolutely. I think he's going to play really well at home. Really Wait, who are they playing against? They're playing Denver. Oh, they're playing Denver. That's odd. Yeah, I like the Jets actually this weekend. 20 to 13. I like that pick. I think you guys might even beat them by more. I think Denver going west to east coast, coming off a Monday night, like tough loss. Yep. That could be like Denver could throw in a clunker this week. That could be like that's like what Tampa Bay did last week, Monday night, like tough loss at home to Pittsburgh. Then they go on the road to Chicago, lay a big stinker. I'm sensing that from Denver this week. Jets by Jets by a couple touchdowns. I think. Oh, so all right, all right. I'm in on the Jets. Like, think this could be a breakout offensive game. Thirty-one, like, and I'm thinking oh, three touchdown so... Jet win. That's, I think Darnold has a big day on Sunday. That's Denver. That Jets defense is like pretty good still at home. I think Jets the Jets defense is more top half than they are bottom half. I think against a shaky Broncos offense, like. They will dominate that side of the ball. I don't think Case Keenum can do literally anything with the football. He's been miserable the last two weeks. He couldn't even throw a punch. He, was, he, was, he had some moments against. Uh, yeah, he had he had, he had some moments uh, against the um, against the Chiefs on Monday night. Yeah, he 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 didn't even throw a touchdown against them. Oh yeah, he didn't. That's true. Yeah, I'm I'm not a big Keenum guy. Big I Keenum. think that's. That's your classic Osweiler move, like paying too much for like a guy that has like a fluke season or whatever. Yep, um, that's a bad move by LA. Is that a series of that? Another moves? bad move by LA. I think LA. Yeah, he was he saved had, by Peyton had, Manning. Oh, well, he had the Manning era. I think they did build that squad good around them because their defense was high, like champion. I mean, it won them a championship. Like their defense was that great for a couple seasons, and particularly that what was it 2015. Yeah, Super Bowl 50. That was, I mean, Peyton literally won that Super Bowl on the backs of like that defense and just being like making a couple like savvy vet plays like a game. And, you know, that's definitely, that's not longer the Denver Broncos. I mean, their defense is so good. I mean, but Von Miller is not even like quite doing what he was, has been doing. I mean, he could easily turn it on, but I don't know. I think, I, I don't think that team's that good. And I think going west and east, Jets, Jets big this weekend. Just so I'm, I'm sure I will have them in a parlay at some point <laughs> come Saturday or Sunday. I got some breaking news here. What you got? Zach Britton has finally entered an AL wild card game. Oh, he's in? Damn, I, I couldn't get the game up. I was trying to get the Watch TBS app to get up on my on my laptop. Yeah, he's uh, he is in the game. They're reviewing a double play right now. But for all you Oriole fans out there, he's finally able to pitch an AL wild card game. For all of you Orioles oh. fans out there, please change your team. <laughs> and stop. Dude, the Orioles, the Orioles won 47 games this year. Like that is oh, that's that's seriously awful. Like, and Buck Phillies, Showalter's out now. I mean, I know I mean, what's going on there. Like, how do you implode that bad? I mean, the Phillies had some awful seasons the last like seven years or so, but never <laughs> that awful. Like, he had some like 60 win seasons, but 
You were 47 and 115? Oh. I guess they do play in the American League and they got to go against these super teams like Houston and New York and Boston. And even Cleveland is among the elite. Cleveland, I think, could get to the World Series easily. They have to beat the Astros. They do, which is, I think that's that's the the AL series. Hey, Britain. More, more intriguing to me. The, uh, now we're talking about baseball. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's relevant because I'm a Yankees fan. Chris Davis, MVP. Chris Davis, home run. If, if, I mean, yeah, we're about to get, dude, Sox, Yanks, and Red and Indians, Astros. Those are the last two American League champions. And one team won the World Series in Game 7, the other lost. I mean, those are two great teams going out in the first round. All right, yep. so um, any more football talk this week? Yeah, uh, we got some games that there could be a lot of points, and we're, uh, we've, we've kind of skipped over them. Uh, Falcons-Steelers, that is fantasy points galore. Oh, yeah, that's automatic. Big-time game. If you're just confused about who to play and you don't trust oh. us for whatever reason – Play someone from Pitt. Play someone from Atlanta. Uh, I think you can't go wrong there. I cut Calvin Ridley in one of my fantasy leagues after week one. He's got six touchdowns in the last three weeks. Unbelievable. Well, uh, I heard, you heard everything come out of camp. He was having a slow start to the season. He wasn't really getting it. He was having rookie issues. You know, and he doesn't do anything against the Eagles. Remember, he looked bad in week one. Yeah. Against us. I was like, oh, this guy's not going to be that good this year. All right. Well, don't listen to Morris. And out of nowhere, he comes out for six touchdowns. And now, like, yeah, but, you know, that he's going to probably score again this week is what, yeah. And that whole offense is. And Pittsburgh scores on everybody. They just can't stop anybody. So, yep. that is fantasy galore. Exactly. I also think Raiders-Chargers uh, is also a good fantasy matchup. I think Derek Carr is going to have another good game. I think Phillip Rivers is going to have a phenomenal game. Uh, look for them too. If, like I said, if you if you don't like one of our quarterbacks uh, that Paulie picked, uh, Derek Carr, Philip Rivers, definitely good picks as well. I would agree. I would agree. Chargers playing a high score. They just playing a shootout every day. Like, yeah, it's like always playing in the high twenties, thirties. You know, there's is that game in is that game in L.A. I want to say it's in L.A. It is in L.A. and Cutting off, they're only doing one beer per person. That's right. <laughs> Why is that? I guess because Raiders fans get a little rowdy. <laughs> That's discriminatory, dude. The black hole Raiders fans do. It's a pretty great crowd. It's kind of kind of a bummer that uh. Well, I mean, I think Vegas will be cool, but there, sh- there should be an NFL team in Oakland. It'll now. be a mess in Vegas. It will be. It'll be probably cool, but also a mess. I mean, maybe maybe they'll have that Vegas magic like the uh, Golden Knights, huh? No, that's what I'm saying. The Golden Knights, like they they made the Vegas sports team way better than I ever thought it was going to be. So you know that gives me hope for the Raiders. Yeah, we'll see. Like I said, I think the Raiders' offense is actually kind of good. Uh, I think they'll put up points. I just don't think they could really stop anybody, especially a good quarterback. You know. Yeah. True. And any any above average quarterback, they're uh, they're not stopping. So no, no way. They're, the Chargers are good for thirty plus points. Although the Chargers, that's why you know they're the Chargers. They kind of always score. But yeah, yeah. But, 
When you guys say that Philip Rivers is like one of the most underappreciated quarterbacks of like the last ten years, he is. He's a great quarterback, but he's I don't I don't know what why have they never been able to put it around him. Like they had, remember they had elite they had elite teams. Yeah, they did back like the late two thousands, early like this decade, early teens, right? I want to say they had like a five year stretch where they were like legit Super Bowl contenders, never get it done in the playoffs, and like they've kind of had like the same team ever since, like. Good offense, not good defense. Like, but Rivers turns the like he turns the ball over a lot. Like, I don't know, he's just not a winner. Like, he's kind of got the Romo syndrome where like, uh, bad things happen to him. I think I think Phil Rivers is a winner, and I mean, I do too. He's, like, he played in he's he played an the championship game on a tour, on a corny CL. Like, that's ballsy. Like, that's awesome. Like, yeah, he he leaves the like ball he, on the field, man. Yeah, uh, exactly. He's the eighth ranked quarterback in fantasy right now. Um, I think he's going to bump up to maybe oh, six after this yeah. week. And he's only owned by 87.4% of leagues, which is absurd. He should be owned in 100% of leagues. I mean, he's my starting quarterback in both of my fantasy leagues. He has been for the last four years. Uh, he's just a consistent grinder, and uh, he slings it, dude. And now he's got Mike Williams as well. Tyrell Williams had great catches last week. Keenan yeah. Allen, Antonio Gates. I mean, Melvin Gordon and Eckler. That offense is high-powered. I wouldn't be surprised if the Chargers strung four or five wins together in a row and start making that run, you know, and for the AFC. The AFC is wide open, man. Anyone can get hot, and, you know. We thought the we thought the Dolphins could be contenders up until last week. And oh, that's sure that yeah. team is, uh, that's the most that's the most fraudulent uh, three and one maybe in NFL history because that team is not that good. I don't think. Good, I, I actually, fraudulent. Actually, one hundred percent agree with that statement, Morris. One hundred percent. <laughs> it's got to be. <laughs> but, you know, like you never know with the AFC. Like, the Dolphins could easily win some weird games against some not-good teams and win nine games and contend for a sixth seed, you know? Yeah, like, absolutely. The Bills last year, the Bill, the wild-card teams in the AFC. I think the AFC is a little better this year, but remember, I mean, the Titans and the Bills were awful last year, and they made the play- – the Titans won a playoff game. I, did, I don't think the Titans like, are awful. No, no, they're better this year. I mean, they beat us. I think that I think last year they were pretty bad. Their offense was like awful to watch. I watched some of their games. They were pretty piss poor. Um, they definitely Vrabel has definitely made them a better team this year. It's but like they, were, they just won games. I feel like when I don't know. They, I, I thought that team was not that good last year. It's definitely, year, definitely definitely not pretty. You know, like no, it's just it's not pretty. They just play hard and then. Just, well, I mean, they made it look. They made it look pretty against us. I mean, we gave up. <laughs> Jesus, like, you, guys running wide open. Mariota, it was like that was probably the best game of Mario's career statistically. I bet it was. Yep, it was probably up there. Yeah, you know, we gave up career days to Fitzpatrick and Mariota. Well, just going all about the Eagles now. Yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, 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 God. Well, this has been fun. This has been fun, boys. It's, de- um, it's definitely go, a party. Go, go Yanks tonight. I bet on them. They got me some money. Oh, yeah. Well, not well, over yet. 6-2. But still. I'll be rooting for the Red Sox, though. I'll be I'll be rooting for the Windians, baby. Yeah. Like I'll be <laughs> for the Yankees. Jose Ramirez. I'm rooting for Jose Ramirez. Start spreading the news. Lindor is my guy. I like them. Oh, well, let's uh, let's all right call this a podcast and uh, throw it up online. Good work, boys. Yeah, good, good stuff. More way to shake it up. 
This podcast was brought to you by JokerMag.com, the place for unique viewpoints, powerful life lessons, and inspirational underdog stories.